and welcome back to Pod Save My 20s. I'm Gabrielle. And I'm Tara. And we are back with another episode. We are talking about New Year's things today. And we'll get... <clears throat> whoa. Whoa. All <laughs> things New Year's. <laughs> All things New Year's. Okay, so we'll get to that. But we're going to start off, of course, with our moment of truth. Yeah, and... it's everyone's favorite. <laughs> Gabrielle, do you want to start or do you want me to start today? If you wouldn't mind starting so I can gather my thoughts a little bit and yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would sure. be great. I know I said I told you yesterday what mine was and now I forgot. <laughs> oh no, yes, you did. You had a great one too. It was on FaceTime, so I was gonna go try and look it up, but it was not not oh no. <laughs> was it I just can... about moving my furniture? So yesterday I decided to just like move all my furniture. I've lived in this apartment since April and I have, this is the fourth time that I've moved the furniture in my room into different, like into different spots. And it's just something that I've like always done. Even as a kid, I've like, I would need to like move my stuff around to like change the energy of my space. But yesterday, the whole time I was doing it, I was like, what am I doing? Like why every single thing that I moved, I was like regretting every move that I made, but I was like, just trust the process. Like, you know, one thing at a time and I had goals. So (laughs) I had goals for the move, the movement. I just didn't know exactly how it was going to end up. So I wanted my bed to be easier to make. So I wanted it to be like in the middle of the room so that I had access to both sides. As we talked about in previous episodes, like how normal couples, you know, have their beds, you know, I decided that maybe it would be nice to like manifest that and also make it easier for me to make my bed. So I wanted to do that. I also have this big chair that really shouldn't fit in my room, but I like to sit in it for work sometimes and reading. And so I wanted that to face the window so I could watch when it snows. So those were the two things I was trying to accomplish. And it did, I literally moved one thing, one heavy thing at a time. And every move I was like, this is a bad idea. This is not going to work. I'm regretting this. I should put everything back. I mean, I hate putting everything back because that's so annoying. So I'm going to keep going. And then by the end of it, it's like a really cool setup that I'm pretty happy with. Um, I'll probably move things again, but that was just my moment of truth the whole time. I was like, I'm going to end up moving all of this back and I'm going to be so mad at myself, but then actually I like trusted the process and it ended up being fine. So yeah, that's it. That's it. (laughs) That's great. Honestly, it's so impressive that you did that all by yourself. I'm looking at it now through the zoom screen. It looks fantastic. the gallery wall in the back and I it's something that we really need actually that we don't talk about a lot is rearranging your room it just helps feel like a new space and reset your mind a little bit especially when we've been cooped up inside for you know nine months and counting more than that maybe at this point anyway yeah it's it's a good idea so definitely definitely (laughs) great job so (laughs) thanks Gabrielle what's your moment of truth that's a good question I feel like I think about this all week and then we get here and I'm like, what, <laughs> what do I talk about? Um, and maybe I can do two sides to a coin again. Cause I always feel bad kind of sharing, like when I feel like my moment of truth have been kind of downer lately, but <laughs> I mean, I guess a moment of truth is just today, like stuff has just hit me really hard. I've been thinking a lot about work and taking breaks 
because like now is usually a time when a lot of people take breaks and take time off of work and everything to refresh and rejuvenate. And we're all so burnt out from working from home and dealing with all the compounding variables of the pandemic and everything. And so I have this whole week off and I was really looking forward to it. And I was looking forward to, you know, spending time with my family and just kind of being able to relax a little bit and have some fun. Um, and I just like full on panicked this morning that I didn't have enough done that I couldn't like, I couldn't actually take this week off. Like I physically have this week off from my paid job, but I also like, I'm an artist and I'm a teacher. So I have to prep for a class coming up and I have like a lot of work that I still need to do for my artwork. And it's not work that like, it's not draining or anything. It's work that I like to do and like everything, but also then thinking also about going back to work next week, like back to my paid job next week. It was just all coming together and making, it's like, I just, I panicked. I have like, my anxiety was just all over the place. And I went for a hike and I still like the whole time I was just, I couldn't even enjoy the hike I was on. I was just so frantic and upset the whole time, but I'm, I'm feeling better now. I think talking and like seeing your face and help it like you know talking spending time with friends is a good way to kind of ground myself a little bit I have other grounding techniques that I use but like hiking is sometimes one of them and it was just not working for me today like I just couldn't externalize and I think that's what I need to do is just externalize and I wasn't giving myself that so that's probably my moment of truth is just today is like all that anxiety and around work and not feeling productive but like we need to rest. I should be able to rest and give myself that space to rest. And I just talked to my sister about this yesterday, telling her she needs to give herself the space to rest. So why can't I do that? You know, and I think that's something everyone needs to think about too. Like things you're saying to other people, say them to yourself. <laughs> but yeah, that's my moment of truth. <laughs> I totally relate to that as just a chronically anxious human. Mm-hmm. I get it. And I'm sorry that you had to experience that today. It's awesome that you even like got up and like got yourself out on a hike because I know for me, I just, (laughs) I just like stay in bed and it's like Mm -hmm. so not helpful (laughs) to do that. And even though like the hike didn't like affect the anxiety the way that you hoped, I'm, it's like amazing that you did that for yourself. And so I'm really proud of you for that. And like we talked about with Danny, whenever we talked to him (laughs) last week, two weeks ago, (laughs) 10 years ago I don't know um but about how like social supports are so important and they are and right now we're like starved for them and it's not as natural and this is sort of giving the two of us an opportunity to have like almost like a forced social interaction not forced like I obviously I want to be here Mm -hmm. but it like puts us on a schedule which I think is great and I know that's been really helpful for me since we started this podcast Mm -hmm. no same and I think it's also kind of going back to another thing we talked about, which was social anxiety and how like sometimes we're dreading things up until the moment that we get there. And then we're like, oh, this is what I needed actually. And it's good. And sometimes I feel that way, like not like you said, forced. It's not forced. It's just we set a time and we have a schedule and we're here now and it feels good now that we're in it. And it, maybe my anxiety was like, I need to cancel, but I didn't. So I'm, and I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> but anyway. 
feel like this probably is a good segue into all the things we're going to talk about today because there's so many things about goals and taking care of yourself. (laughs) So I think we're going to start out by reflecting on this year and this time of year. Is that is that what we're going to start out with? (laughs) Yeah. So I guess because for those of you, when you're going to hear this, it'll be Wednesday. We're less than a week away from New Year from the start of 2021. 2020 will finally be over, guys. Oh my gosh. But (laughs) um, I think something that I, when we were prepping for this episode and everything, something I thought about a lot was like, where did we talked about New Year's resolutions and kind of the pros and cons of them. And also it's kind of a divisive topic as well. Like a lot of people like them and a lot of people don't. And I think it's valid on both sides, of course. But I was thinking, what's the history of resolutions and stuff? And like, why, why do we choose like the new year? I mean, it's the start of something new, but there's actually like a really rich history behind it that I looked up and I I'll just go over like briefly, but I thought it was really cool. Like the very first celebrations of, oh yeah, sorry. (laughs) No, I was going to say, yeah, Gabrielle, tell, tell us because I didn't read any of that. (laughs) (laughs) Great. All right. We'll test my storytelling skills, but um, so the very first celebrations of the new year and like resolutions, quote unquote. I thought to have began like over 4,000 years ago by the Babylonians, um, which were the people of Babylonia or Babylon, which is present day Iraq. And so it started so long ago. So it's, it's really ingrained in like history. But this new year actually was in March rather than January. And it was revolved around when like new crops were planted. And so it was kind of around a farming schedule. But and then in my notes, I was like, so when did January become the new year? And who decided this? <laughs> Like, oh my gosh, we- this is this is a hundred percent rooted in religion. 100%. And just like hearing you say those things, like obviously, and it's just like already sticking out to me different things that <laughs> that are connecting <laughs> Jewishly. And then the idea of when did it become January and like a secular new year. So really interesting mm-hmm. so far. <laughs> yeah. And I actually I probably didn't finish my research, so I might have to read a little bit, but um So basically like they'd make promises to the gods to return things that they borrowed and to pay their debt. So those were the kind of resolutions that they were doing at that point. But then in ancient Rome, um, when Julius Caesar was in charge and whatnot, he's the one who rearranged the calendar so that January 1st became the new year. Um, And January was named after the god Janus, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, He was like a two-headed deity or they were a two-headed deity that looked over doorways and arches and to the Romans it was important because they they looked to like both the past and the present then so with the two heads over the doorway of the new year so then Romans made sacrifices for a year of good fortune so they were kind of like yeah they would reflect on the year in the past and they would make sacrifices for hopefully a new good year then it goes into Christianity so yeah this is the part that I I didn't finish my notes on because I didn't yeah, so early Christians um, made this a traditional occasion in around 1740. A clergyman named John Wesley, founder of Method- Methodism, Methodism, <laughs> Methodism, <laughs> that's got to be it. They created like a co- covenant renewal service. So that was held on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. And I'm just pretty much going to read off of history.com now because I didn't do my research here. But it's like also known as watch night services. They included readings from scriptures and hymn singing and served as spiritual alternative to the raucous celebrations normally held to celebrate the coming of the new year. Now popular with
within evangelical Protestant churches, especially African-American denominations and congregations, watch night services held on New Year's Eve are often spent praying and making resolutions for the coming year. So despite tradition's religious roots, New Year's resolutions today are mostly a secular practice. Instead of making promises to the gods, most people make resolutions only to themselves and focus purely on self-improvement which may explain why such resolutions seem so hard to follow through on. Um, according to recent research, while as many as 45% of Americans say they usually make New Year's resolutions, only 8% are successful in achieving their goals. But that dismal record probably won't stop people from making resolutions anytime soon. After all, we've had about 4,000 years of practice. Oh my gosh, there is something going on in the background. <laughs> Let me go check that? on that. I think my dad decided to like screw stuff in right now and I told him to please don't make it. I'm gonna go check on him real quick. Dad decided now was the time to like start drilling in something. He said he's done now. <laughs> I heard you. It was really funny. Oh yeah. Okay. Actually, we have that recorded. So <laughs> great, wonderful. People will love that. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, so that's basically the history. Uh half of it I read and half of it. I actually paid attention to at the beginning. So anyway, yeah. And then I think the end of that, I also looked at a New York Times article that just said, it was kind of giving like how you should do goals and how to set your goals so that you can achieve them. But it basically was like over half of all New Year's resolutions fail, which I think is an interesting statistic. I just wanted to say that because it tied into the, at the end of the history channel stuff it was saying how like people don't really follow through anymore but I think that Tara you have a really good way of talking about resolutions and looking at them and how we can look at them differently to achieve them and also you know think about them a little bit differently rather than having them be these kind of end-all be-all resolutions you're calling them goals yeah. which I think is an important kind of differentiation to make there mm -hmm. yeah before before even getting into that I just want to like note something from like my Jewish background is that yeah, we have we have four new years during a year <laughs> like so it, we we celebrate new years in lots of different ways um so we have like different times of year that we celebrate a new year for example one of my favorite holidays is called Tubishvat, and it's the new year for the trees and we celebrate like nature things and like, you know, it's like a new, it's like its own New Year's. I love that so much. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then of course we have Rosh Hashanah, which is our like traditional like New Year's, the Jewish New Year, right? And then there's other ones. So I think about New Year's often and in different ways because, <laughs> because my tradition is so cyclical and it's all about like cycles of, of the year, of the month, of the week, different things. Every time like something comes up into the cycle, I'm like thinking about what I want to accomplish, what I want to celebrate, what I want to do for, you know, by that time next, the next year or the next week or the next month, whatever it is. So I often, I actually started looking at time like this when I was in college. Um, I actually, someone who um, was the Israel Fellow, which is an Israeli who comes and to like connect with, with Americans, works in the United States at different like Jewish organizations. The Israel Fellow I was talking to in college, she was, worked on my campus and it was my birthday. And it was probably my 20, I think it was my 21st birthday. So like also already like a, a moment in time that like has some significance for us in modern culture. 
but she asked me like, what are your goals for the next year? Like, what are your resolutions? That's how she actually used the word resolutions. And I was like, well, resolutions are for, for new year's. And I don't really do like new year's resolutions. She's like, why is it just for new year's? She's like, and she said, like, you're going to be like looking back this time next year at what has happened in your life. And like, what are the things that you want to celebrate? And it totally shifted the perspective for me because I started to think about like, okay, like what are small things, like really small things that I can do that, that I can pick out to celebrate throughout the year. And then I'll get to look back and like, see how much of it, you know, how much I've, I've accomplished. And so that's sort of when it started. Um, It's actually funny because I have distinct memories of like sitting on my phone at like obscure hours of the night and like writing down goals in notes. Cannot find them anywhere. But I did find a notebook that I had written down some things for my 27th birthday. And each year I do like one thing for every year that I've been alive. So I did 27 things and I'm looking at it and some of them are like, eh, whatever. But one of them is like, start a podcast. I didn't even remember that I wrote that, but that like, I, I manifested that. And that is something that I now can look back and know that I did during this, this year. And so I love to look at moments in time, like when we're, when we're marking time, I love to look at it as an opportunity to, to think about what we're able to celebrate for ourselves um, and reevaluate what's like important to us. And so that is sort of the way that I look at the concept of new years and resolutions and goals and all that stuff. Um, and I think that's sort of like the trajectory that uh, society is going in a little bit. I think we're moving away from some of the from some of the more antiquated or toxic New Year's resolution kind of ideas that we used to have, which I know that like I've fallen into in the past. And of course, that New Year's resolutions don't work when they're not healthy and sustainable. And so, yeah, that's a lot of rambling about <laughs> about the way that I see this opportunity in this season that we're in as a collective. I mean, it's really cool that you have that to look back on and like you have all these goals that you've written down throughout the years and you can look back in different kind of segments and go forward rather than just like, oh yes, try something for a week in 2020 or the beginning of the year, then it doesn't work out. Cause I'm definitely have been a person who does that. <laughs> I've done that so many times where not recently, I think the last few years I've kind of strayed away from that. And I used to definitely like do the unhealthy, like eating habits or unhealthy exercise routines, some stuff that isn't, un- isn't sustainable. Like that. Yeah. And I think more than sustainability, what's going to spark joy? What are you going to be excited about? What are you going to be really proud of yourself for doing? Um, but something that you can actually do. So like, I think, and I think we'll get into examples of that, but that's really like how, how I try to determine if something like gets on my list or not. That's so true. Yeah. If it brings you joy, that's what you should be doing is talking about goals and things that you want to do, things that are going to be like, make you happy, not things that are going to be miserable for you for a little bit. So I guess you talk a lot about making goals and kind of moving forward in that sense. Uh, And I think the holidays, especially these last few years are kind of, I've touched on this, like a little bit of a harder time for myself. 
And so I end up doing, especially around New Year's, I kind of have this recurring feeling and I end up reflecting a lot more rather than looking to the future. I often find myself looking to the past and looking at this past year and all the years kind of past and where I've been at at these different points and where I'm at now. So I do look at like where, how far I've come and everything, but it's more in a sense of, yeah, I'm looking back and I'm not necessarily outwardly saying the things that I want to do further, but I'm recognizing where I've come in the past year. Like I think about where I was this time last year and I think about the things that I was thinking about then. And I don't, I don't necessarily write goals, but I do use my notes app a lot as well. I like write all the time, like in the middle of the night. And last night I had this whole idea that I wanted to talk about today as I was falling asleep and I was like, I'll remember it in the morning. I like pinched myself. Don't remember it at all. I'm so bad. You never, (laughs) you never will remember it when you, when you have a night like that, you have to write it down. I I mean, I should, just like sat up that moment I was like I'm so tired I'll remember it nope okay (laughs) next time (laughs) I'll actually write it down but yeah so I think uh, I do a lot more of the reflecting and um, thinking in that sense and recognizing where I've come but also I think there's a lot of rumination that I'm trying to move away from the ruminating part and thinking sad things as much like I try to keep memories alive Um, like a lot of the things that I think about around this time are like my aunt and my grandpa who I lost both like within a few months around the holidays and that's kind of what makes it hard but also I think about like relationships that I was in at that point you know and sometimes I miss that around the holidays especially especially when we're more alone this year and everything and I'm like just thinking way too much about the past in a bad way and I need to start like reflecting on it more in the future so then I can continue to move forward um and kind of think about the things that I want to do in the new year. And yeah, I, I, I don't explicitly write things down, but maybe that's something that I probably should start explicitly writing down. But I think I was so adamantly against like New Year's resolutions for such a long time. I just, I didn't want to be part of it at all, like even in a little bit of a sense. So I just didn't. Um, but I think to this year, especially after this conversation and everything, I'm really going to try and rework my thinking a little bit and try to go with some of the tips and stuff that we're going to talk about and everything and take yeah. ideas from other people <laughs> as well. Yeah, you. I mean, in my mind, it's sort of like I'm hacking my brain in a way because I know that I can set unrealistic goals for myself and then a year later look back and be sad and like only see like that I didn't accomplish things or I can like be realistic and think about things that I want to celebrate a year from now and I think you know it's definitely like a rosy colored like glasses situation and that is how I tend to operate Um, is like trying to just see like the world as much through rose-colored glasses as I can because the world doesn't exist in a rosy (laughs) frame right it's like the world is is rough and so I think any way any tools that we can give ourselves to reflect back in a positive way is really nice I thank you for sharing those things by the way Um, this time of year is hard it's hard for most people And we don't talk about it. And so I think that that also leads us into these toxic ideas for New Year's 
and New Year's resolutions. And that I think that's how we've, the commercialization of like New Year's resolutions happened is because people are feeling like down during the holiday season. And then the market said, great, we can profit off of this. And so, you know, I think that like we're flipping the script now and saying like, that's not, that's not what's going to happen. And like taking it into our own hands, what like success and like happiness and joy looks like for us in the year to come. Mm -hmm. No, exactly. I think you said it very well. Um, We're not going like, oh, here, we're not taking the, oh, here to buy these things. They'll make you happy in the new year. And like, you know, buy this new routine and stuff. It's, it's even, it's coming even more internally and looking even more personal because we've kind of moved away from the religious aspects as much. I mean, some people definitely still do them, but I'm just thinking how culturally we've moved to a very personal level of new year's resolutions and new year's goals, but we're looking even more personal now into like, how can I tailor this specifically to me to be like what I need and what's going to make me happy and how can I redefine success so that I can be successful? You know, I think we often think success is this higher like thing that we can't quite reach. That's like a line across the sand for everybody. And it's not, you know, there's different ways to define success. You can be successful in just very small ways and small increments rather than just like, oh, I'm getting my dream job this year and that's how I'm going to be successful. No, like I can be successful. Maybe I'll wake up 10 minutes earlier (laughs) most days of the week and have some time for myself that I've been trying to do, you know, that can be successful. Um, There's so many different things and I think that's part of it as well. Yeah. So we actually did a poll on Instagram to get some feedback on what our friends and followers (laughs) friends and followers (laughs) (laughs) so funny really our friends what our friends think about new year's goals or resolutions if they set them or not and some like reasons why examples of the goals they're setting for themselves etc and I think we got some pretty interesting feedback um before we start Gabrielle do you want to share a goal that you have for this year oh my gosh there have been a lot of like little things I've been thinking about the past week that I've been trying to and they're all related to things I've kind of talked about already I want to learn how to say no better and I think I'm probably gonna have to put a numerical amount to that maybe I'll say no like learn to say no twice this year or something (laughs) especially that's awesome yeah yeah saying no and then Working on how I spend my time on social media is something also that I've been thinking a lot about and something that I need to work on, but I'm not sure how that goal is going to look yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like there are also a lot of, oh, uh, okay. Another one. <laughs> Sorry. There's all these like little things I think about. Yeah, I hear them. <laughs> Just because I feel like, like making and creating, especially in this time has been so hard. And I just want to be able to give myself the time and space that I need to create and not feel like it has to be good or has to be something I have to show or make money off of, or like, I just want to be able to sit down and create like when I want to start that painting or something, not overthink it and be like, talk myself out of it because it's not going to be good enough. Like this whole cyclical conversation I end up having with myself. I just want to, I want to make and not care about it. Not that sounds bad. (laughs) Like I want to care about it, but I I want to make with abandon, create with abandon this year and not, not hold myself back in that capacity anymore. So that's awesome. That's a big goal. (laughs) That's That's really great. And I think, you know, when you get to those moments now where you start Mm -hmm. to doubt yourself and you start to like give yourself um, reasons why you can't do something at that moment, this is the thing that you can turn around and say, nope, 
this is my, this is my goal. And I'm going to just, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to try. Um, and so look, it might work sometimes it might not, but it's a good thing to think about and to frame in that way. Um, something, (laughs) something that I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about a lot of like silly things for this year. Um, (laughs) um, (laughs) one of them is I really want to shop local more. That's something I really want to do. I want to try to just support local businesses more and also support creators more. So when I, you know, see something that a friend's made or, you know, someone in my network is creating and like, I want to be able to support them. And so Mm -hmm. that's something that I'm like really wanting to put an emphasis on this year and sort of change the culture around for myself um, because I th- I'm so used to like, I mean, I'm, I don't have a problem spending money. <laughs> don't get me wrong. <laughs> that's something that's, that should be something that I work on, <laughs> right? Is like not, not spending money as like willy nilly. <laughs> <laughs> I do but at least if I'm going to spend the money I want to spend it in places that it's going to be really appreciated and so that's a goal that I have for my year I really love that goal thank you for sharing that because that's something I've actually been thinking about too I didn't think of it as a goal but especially this past month I had a lot of creator friends that were putting out work that I really loved and I realized I had saved up a bit from the last couple months. And I was like, you know, I'm going to buy that um, stained glass piece. I'm going to buy that piece of art for my friend and like support them. And they're also, they have really cool stuff. So yeah, if that that's a great, that's a great one for sure on both sides. Yeah. Do you have so, any other goals or? Oh yeah. Oh my God. I have so many. <laughs> so many. <laughs> we can share them now or later, whatever you want to so, do. I was thinking we could like sprinkle them throughout. <laughs> oh yeah. That's it. A nice, lovely little sprinkle. Yep. Anyway, we talked to people on Instagram (laughs) and we had, it was pretty split. Um, So first we asked like, like, do you set new year's resolutions or goals or not? And it was pretty split, which we expected, you know, based on like that 50% statistic, whatever. Um, So about 56% people said, yes, they do. And 44% of people said, no, they don't. And then uh, people were able to elaborate on why or why not. And we got some really great feedback and really great thoughts that I've had definitely. And I'm sure that are relatable to everyone. So the first person I'm going to read from is uh, my friend, Ashley, my good friend, Ashley. And she said that she doesn't set New Year's resolutions or goals because, and here I quote her, she says, because I can't hold myself accountable and then I'll be sad when I don't achieve it. And I felt that so hard. I texted her immediately. I was like, same, <laughs> same. And I think that's part of kind of, we've touched on that already. It's, it's kind of daunting to set these goals. And we, like we set these impossible goals because we're kind of expected to, and then it feels like you can't really reach them. So why, why bother? And it, it's like redefining those goals to be something that's for you and beneficial and like accomplishable, not just crazy out there because you feel like you have to do it. Yeah. I have a good one here. My friend Mason. Hi, Mason. He says he does set goals or resolutions around New Year's and he his reasoning as he says, it feels good to periodically reflect and reset even in secular New Year's. So I totally agree. I think that anytime I take advantage of any opportunity to reflect and like reset and like re recalibrate where I'm at. And so I totally agree with that. And then he also shared 
um, one of his New Year's goals or resolutions. And his is to continue learning to fully love myself, love that, and to focus and study for calculus. I'm going to grad school. That's so great, Mason. I'm so happy for you. And I think that you set a really good example in this, in this regard of things that are nice goals to set for yourself. Definitely. Good luck in grad school. That's so exciting. Okay, the next, so as I met a friend, Zach, another fellow maker of mine, he said, I do, but they are more of guidelines. I asked him to elaborate. I haven't really heard back from him, but also we preface this by saying that we put this out last night <laughs> and I responded to him this morning. So he's probably <laughs> busy, of course. If he does respond, I'll let everyone know. But uh, Zach is a woodworker and he does a lot of great work. So yeah, I think that's a good kind of moving away from those resolutions into like more just giving yourself some guidelines or things that you want to work on, but not necessarily forcing yourself to feel bad if you don't make it. Yeah. I think it's really interesting that we got this like really close split between yes and no. And one of them, it's actually funny because um, my friend Lindsay responded, she responded no, that she doesn't set New Year's resolutions. And she said, I used to, but stopped in recent years because my interests slash goals would change throughout the year, which like makes a lot of sense. But then she put, she actually did write a goal that she has in our second slide, which is she wants to invest in resistance bands for her new home workout routine. And she sent me a message about it to like explain more on that in that realm. And she said like, you know, I, I typically have a workout routine and I've just been holding out through COVID for the gyms to reopen. And I'm starting to realize that that's not going to happen. And so I want to invest in this thing for myself so I can have the workout routine that I want. Not that I'm going to set this like expectation that I'm going to work out, you know, five days a week, whatever. Like, it's just, I have the ability to, and that's something I want to invest in for myself. So I thought that was really cool. And I think that was a good, like a good way to look at it as well. A lot of resolutions had to do a lot with like, I think the body and you know, finding that shape and like finding that fitness routine and stuff. And there's like a sustainable and healthy way to do, but there's nothing wrong with that being a goal or resolution at all. I think there's just was a time when it was kind of unhealthy and like unsustainable and there's a sustainable and healthy way to do it and to invest in yourself when you're doing it. Yes. Yeah. I had a conversation with Becca. Hi, Becca. She is also <laughs> a listener and she has participated in our polls before. So Becca was saying that she purposely didn't set body related physical like goals this year and mm -hmm. first of all I was like so proud of her to hear that and so excited to like have that conversation and it's just like like the way that I framed it for so long is like it's not about your physical appearance you can't set a goal about changing like your physical appearance that's not like healthy but you can set mm -hmm. a goal about wellness you can set exactly. a goal around you know getting better sleep or you know be improving like your time if you're a runner like you know you can set goals like that around health and wellness and mental health all of those things are like acceptable goals and even if you do the smallest thing 
the smallest thing in the span of your year that contributes towards that goal, that's a success in my mind. And so mm-hmm. I thought, I think it's really nice that we're moving away from the like physical um, kinds of goals and the, I'm going to lose X number of pounds and yada, yada. Like, it's just, that's, I find that to be really toxic. And um, I'm so, glad that as a, a generation, we've said like, we're not going to subscribe to that anymore. Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. So true. And Zach actually just got back to me about his guidelines. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'll just share them. He said, my guidelines are better fitness and trusting in positive affirmations. I also need to trust in positive affirmations. Zach, I feel you. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. So the next person that I had is Akela. And Akela, okay, I'm going to do a little bit of a shout out now just because Akela is a young photographer that I started following. And she's based, I think, around Kalamazoo, Michigan, but in Southern Michigan. She is so talented and her work is so good. You should all go follow her. And if you need any portraits done or anything, oh my gosh, she's amazing. It's Akela Cre- Okay, Akela Creations, and that's A-K-A-Y-L-A-H Creations. That's on Instagram. And she just, she's wonderful and she's very sweet as well so yeah just wanted to Yay. give her a shout but she, <laughs> yeah. support your local artists exactly <laughs> <Am I> right <laughs> <laughs> yes and um her so she does um set goals as well and she said that with every year I feel everyone needs to rededicate themselves to their goals and I think that's an important part is just kind of reminding yourself what your goals are like even if they haven't changed or whatever you're still kind of thinking about those things that you want and the things that you want to accomplish or like keep in mind and moving forward especially into like a new year because winters are rough too and it's sometimes especially I know you've talked about seasonal depression like it is so hard to kind of keep on track sometimes and to remind yourself how it's going to be it's not always going to be like this and yeah moving forward and everything moving through those winters is tough so maybe new year's comes at a good time and we could all be like all right together we're gonna go into this new year and we're gonna do it (laughs) yeah there's definitely a communal aspect and I think it's great if you can like align your your goals your personal goals with the people like around you because the those for me those goals are based in values right and so if the people around me are also participating that means we share the same values and that like brings us closer as a community and so I think that's Mm -hmm. a really good perspective to bring to it as well yeah definitely I have um, Sammy. We love Sammy. She oh, is Sammy's our, <laughs> she is like our best, biggest cheerleader and always has awesome feedback for us. And Sammy says she does set goals or resolutions, but she said, I don't like the idea of the usual goals people set for themselves, like lose weight, but also other unattainable things. I think it's good to set realistic goals, like set aside time to work towards this instead of fully completing it within the year. So I think that's a lot around the lines of what we've been saying is like, you want goals that are like things you can work towards. Like, what is something you're going to work towards this year? And like I said, even if you do like one 
teeny tiny thing towards that goal, you've like accomplished something, you have something to celebrate. So I also want to read Sammy's goal and we're going to wish her luck on this. So Sammy's goal for this year is to take time to learn to manage my money better and start to invest in things outside of 401k. So I think that's awesome. We've definitely talked about like the financial stuff and how important we know it is in your twenties and how behind both of us are on like fully understanding that and learning about it. And it's something we definitely want to bring to the podcast. So hopefully we'll be able to bring you some support and resources, Sammy, to accomplish that goal. And I also share that goal too. I really, you know, would like to, to understand how to manage my finances better and like what options are out there and and all that stuff. So I think that's a really, really good goal. And even if I just like do one thing this year, like one year, one of my goals was to invest in stock. I didn't need to know anything else. I just wanted to invest in stock. And I like literally bought some penny stocks and that was like my, you know, like I I accomplished my goal that year. So this year I'm hoping to take it a step further. Um, and sort of like understand the financial realm a little bit better. And if you're listening and that's something that you know a lot about, please reach out to us because we would love to have you to talk about that and uh, give us some insight. Definitely. We need all the pointers when it comes to finance. Like I can do a simple budget sheet like for my month to month, but I have no idea how stocks work, how investing works, anything like that. And that is also something I would like to learn about. Right now I'm just trying to figure out what credit card hard to use because I just canceled my other one because it was going to charge me an annual fee and I'm not here for that right now. (laughs) But yeah, so Heidi also responded and she set a goal for herself for this year or next year. And her goal is to stop ordering from Amazon, which I think ties into your shopping locally goal very nicely. And yeah, Amazon has so much money. And a lot of the times when you return things, it just gets thrown out. So it's (laughs) so, it's such a good goal and it's so hard. Like, I don't want to understate how difficult it is because it's just so accessible. It's so accessible and Mm -hmm. it's financially like cheaper a lot of times and I get like I that is a goal that I also want to try for myself and I know that I'm not going to just like stop entirely ordering from Amazon this year right but if Mm -hmm. I can a couple times throughout the year make the decision to go buy something at a local store instead of ordering it from Amazon because I have the time or money or whatever I think that's a really great improvement to to my year as a whole. Mm -hmm. No, exactly. And it may not be, especially if you like live in a different location where you can't access stores or stuff as easily. And I totally understand that. And it's not like to look down on anyone because I definitely like order stuff from Amazon, especially like there are certain things I need for art that I just can't get in the store. And especially back where I live in Michigan, like I can't get over to an art supply store very easily. There's not very many around. I try to get there, but especially like I'm working on a budget too. (laughs) It's not... I, I wish I could, but it's just not always possible. And I think it's like good to recognize that. But when you can, if you have those extra dollars or the ability to go to a local store or get something that you need um, nearby, like that's, it's a good time to do that. You know, if you, if you don't have to get it from Amazon, then, you know, you don't have to, but if, if you do, like you do, you know, <laughs> there's always yeah. those double-sided. Things. Definitely. 
Something I'm trying to do that sort of relates to this is do like more thrifting. Um, And Mm -hmm. so I think that like retail therapy is real. And like, I do get (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) like serotonin from like, (laughs) from like going shopping. And so I could, I could go to the dollar store. I can go to Target and I'll, you know, like I'll find things, I'll buy things, but I could also go to the thrift store and like support my local community. And like, it's kind of like a treasure hunt. And so that's sort of like what I'm trying to like redirect myself in, in Mm -hmm. like small ways. Um, especially when it's like unnecessary spending and buying when it's just like, because I want, like, I want to buy something and I'm looking for something to, you know, just for fun. Mm -hmm. Like a thrift store could be a really good spot and definitely like look into your local thrifting options because you might have something cool in your neighborhood that you don't even know is there. Oh, exactly. That's so true. It is like a little treasure hunt at times. Like you go find the best things at the thrift store. I love it. And I miss going all the time. It's so <laughs> it's so fun. Um, I actually started collecting Jewish books that I find in thrift stores. And so now I actually have like a purpose to go to the thrift store, <laughs> sort of, which is good because like, I probably like shouldn't just go anytime, like whenever. <laughs> but like, I also like went and like found all these fun things and I spent like $7 and that $7 mm-hmm. like goes back to help my community in some way. And so it's like $7 really well spent. And so mm-hmm. I think that that's a really good option if you're like a shopper like me and you like browsing and all that stuff like check out your thrift stores here and there it could be a lot of fun for sure and it's a lot more environmentally friendly too to thrift as well um and you said you're collecting the little jewish books which i love i also i was on a kick where i was collecting where i was collecting books that had inscriptions in them that i found in the in the thrift store because like yeah this meant so much to somebody at some point it somehow ended up in the thrift store and there's all these lovely notes and maybe it feels a little bit um intrusive to be reading people's little notes but I think it's so nice and I kind of love collecting them I have all these little ones it's (laughs) so cool I love that I actually I think you were with me I bought a book that had some notes in it Uh, like Mm -hmm. someone like wrote on a paper and like it was a note tucked into the book from like 1995 so that was really cool (laughs) and it's actually it took me a while I like stared at this thing forever because I was trying to like decipher like what it was saying and the handwriting was like kind of hard to read and what I think it was was for people or like two couples that were writing down where they where they think they'll be next year I'm not joking. What? That is what, that is what I think it was. It took me so long to like figure it out because I had no context. So I'm like looking at this thing, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I thought that was really cool. And I wish that I had like their contact information because I would like send it to them. But I, I thought that was really interesting. And I also think it's really fun to like find treasures like that, you know, hidden in your local used bookstore or thrift store wherever you're at mm-hmm. so much oh my gosh that book inscription is as old as I am <laughs> I have two more that okay, people great. shared 
So one is from Ethan. Ethan is awesome. We actually met on a Zoom call. So, you know, you can make friends on Zoom. Ethan also runs a podcast where he he listens to records and talks about them. So I thought that was pretty cool. So if you want to follow him and check out his podcast, he has a record collection and he is listening to records and talking about them on his podcast. You can find him as Ethan Loves Records is his Instagram. I love records and I'm really excited to check this out now. <laughs> Thank you. Yay. So he shared that his goal for this year is to get better at journaling consistently to help with growth and therapy. So first of all, Ethan, Thank you for sharing. Um, That is such a great goal. And we've talked about like mental health and things in this podcast before. And we just want to keep bringing light to like how important that is. And so thank you for shedding light on that and how that can be one of your like goals for the new year. I know my, one of my goals is definitely around journaling. And it's something that is actually going to be the hardest goal for me to accomplish because I'm just not consistent. But when I was looking back at my journal last night, where I found those goals, for my 27th and I was like reading through my journal I was like why don't I do this more and so I think that it's a nice reminder that journaling is like not only a really good one but also can be really great if you're struggling with any kind of mental health or you're working in therapy I know that that is something that I personally need to work on and want to work on and I really appreciate you sharing that with us yeah definitely I think it's a great way of externalizing if you don't have the ability to talk to somebody at that time that's something I've also been trying to work on just in a general sense but like earlier when I needed to do something I probably could have also like written in a journal and I you know it's just it's a great tool so thank you for sharing for sure yeah it's so funny when I look back at my journals because (laughs) my handwriting is so horrible and it just is like like it's like an angry scribble <laughs> the whole thing is just like angry scribbling because I'm mad that I don't have nice handwriting and I'm mad that I'm journaling <laughs> because it's like not what I want to be doing but then when I look back at it I'm like oh this is so nice I'm so glad that I wrote these things down <laughs> so you know we'll see what, we'll see what happens with that I have one yeah. more This one's from Becca. Becca shared her goal is to stop saying sorry when asking for her needs to be met at work. And I think that's great. That's so good. Especially not even at work. Don't be sorry when you're asking for your needs to be met anytime, like in a relationship, in a friendship, in your family, in any sort of situation. That's so good. Not that I do that perfectly at all, but just, yes, validating that. Yeah. It's so important. Well, it's, Yeah. And it's nice to have it as a benchmark for yourself throughout the year that you set as a new year's goal, because then you like, you have something to like turn back to when you like need that encouragement. And so I think that's a really awesome one. And I think that's really hard, especially in your twenties. I think, you know, managing up at work is really hard and workplace things in general are really, really hard. And we, I mean, I take everything so personally and it's something I've had to learn not to do as much in in a workplace setting but you know I think that there it's really valid to have goals around your work so should we should we talk about some more of our own goals for this year for this yeah 
think, I mean, I, I kind of said a couple before, and you said some really good ones that are things that I've been thinking about, but I just didn't process as goals. And I think that's something, I mean, just important to think, like values that you have, you're kind of interpreting them into goals and things that you want to keep in mind in the next year. I think I've been trying to think about how to incorporate something about physical wellness. Uh, so I'm trying to think of how to sustainably or like do that well for myself moving forward. I think, I mean, climbing has been something I've kind of talked about, something that I've thought of. It's not necessarily, it's fitness and well-being, but it's not like I'm not concerned about what my body looks like or like being too like thin enough for, you know, like losing weight in comparison. It's just about being strong and like getting up to climbing a certain degree or something. So maybe I would do something around. I want to get outside more. I want to climb outside more this year, hopefully once the weather gets nice again and everything. And I would love to be able to lead a 5'10 cleanly and be leading 5'11s would be cool. But I don't know if I can get that far. <laughs> Don't know what that means, but great. <laughs> Do you know if like where you're moving, there's a climbing gym? There is. There is a small climbing gym in Kalamazoo. So that's exciting. I can at least go there. Hopefully, hopefully get a climbing buddy. But yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's already like one thing that could be like a goal for you is to just like check out this climbing gym where you're going to be living. Mm-hmm. Um how about you? What's another goal you're thinking of? Some of mine are just so like silly, but they, I really care about them at the same time. So one of my goals is to follow and support more creators of color. Mm-hmm. And that's really something that I've been trying to do this year. And it's something I just want to continue to do. And I just, you know, I, I spend a lot of time on social media and I love keeping up with Gen Z. I just love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and so I really want want to try to like flood my social media with a lot more diversity and so I think that's one goal that I have for myself another one so one of the goals that I'm continuing is centered around traveling and of course travel looks really different right now Mm -hmm. for all of us and it's also particularly different for me I've traveled a lot with work over the past five years well up until the last year and a half I really haven't traveled at all and so this is the longest that I've gone without really really traveling in a long time and there's so many places I want to go but there's also so much in my own community for me to see or like right here in Michigan for me to be able to explore and so one of my goals is to explore more locally so state parks and outdoorsy stuff taking like small trips and also (laughs) something that I've really gotten into lately and I want to give a shout out to is a YouTube channel called Walk Ride Fly Gabrielle and I actually found him together, this account. It is just this really sweet guy who walks around live streaming often New York City. And I love watching it and I feel like I'm traveling every single time I watch it. So if you can't travel, that's something you can do is go and just like feel like you're walking through New York City. It's really cool. It was so calming and so lovely. It just felt like we 
we were on the couch and it felt like we were in New York, just like looking into windows and like window shopping and walking around. And then he started talking and he had such a soothing voice too. So it was like, we were just having yeah. a conversation with our friend in New York. Yeah. <laughs> so I, so it's funny. I actually reached out to him to ask him if it was okay to give the channel a shout out on our podcast, mm-hmm. because I have been thinking about how I can talk about the idea of traveling when I know that we can't actually travel in the same ways right now. And for mm-hmm. me, this this has like really felt like a, a little bit of a vacation every time that I watch that channel. And he's an awesome creator who is just really kind and lovely. And so we wanted to give him a shout out. And so really, if you're listening, go check out Walk Ride Fly. He's on Instagram and he is on YouTube. His main content is on YouTube. And if you like ASMR, he does lots of just like slow ambient walks through New York. He also does live New York walks where he like interacts and talks with his, the people who are watching. And so I've actually talked to him on that before and had some shout outs. So mm-hmm. if you're missing traveling, if you're like me and travel has kind of been a big piece of your existence that you no longer can do in the way that you're used to, check out a YouTube channel like that. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I just had talked about to a friend about how I need to travel in Michigan more. There's It's so true. There's so much in Michigan and people just kind of discredit it, but there's so many places I haven't seen in my own home state that I've lived in most of my life. So I definitely want to go travel more in Michigan this year as well, like especially Sleeping Bear Dunes and like pictured rocks and stuff. We should go together. Yes, (laughs) yes. Those are both places on my list that I want to mm-hmm. visit. And it's something that I often forget is that there's like so much to see right where you are because we're always so yeah. focused on like where, how far we can go, where we can go. Mm-hmm. But there's so much to see all around you, even if you don't think so. I I really like, I'm, I'm willing to like bet that there is. And mm-hmm. so I, one of my goals is really just to explore more what's right nearby and what is like within reach of my like car basically yeah no that's a that's a great goal one thing I've been thinking about is even though like COVID had sucked and this whole year has been like really weird I've like really been grateful to have kind of time to myself I feel like I've really kind of come into myself a little bit more this year and I, I mean I think I am like every year but especially like in my 20s I finally feel like I'm kind of on this path and that's something I want to continue is just trying out all the silly stupid things that I've always wanted to try and just never have because I felt weird about it but it's like I want to keep doing these things like painting my nails black and wearing hot pants and I don't know like doing all these silly things and not being afraid to like be myself and look funny and like you know get those big John Lennon glasses that I finally got this year (laughs) like like, keep doing those kind of things and I like very specifically I want to get a new tattoo I want to start my sleeve on my right arm are you going to get a Pod Save My 20s tattoo? Oh my God. Are we getting <laughs> Like how I made it into we? Are we doing I this? <laughs> I don't have any tattoos, but I've always like thought about them. So I don't know. Maybe you're you're an artist. <laughs> create, oh, <yeah. laughs> create a tattoo. Mom, if you're listening, I probably won't get a tattoo. But if I do, please love me anyway. <laughs> I, oh, because I did I did actually design a tattoo that my sister now has on her back. Yeah, so I have designed so tattoos cool. before. I think we can talk about some goals we have for the podcast, actually. I for think that's sure. a good idea. So one of them is to get on Patreon and mm-hmm. to start having some exclusive content, merch, 
things like that. Obviously, we need to grow our following a bit, but I think that would be really fun and cool to do. And so that's something Mm -hmm. that is a goal for, for the podcast this year. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what 2021 brings for us since we were, I mean, we're still so new and young as a podcast. So I think there'll be great things in 2021. And once we get that Patreon and merch, I'm really excited to like make merch or see what we can do. I don't know. And all that kind of stuff. Yeah, merch is exciting. Another goal that we talked about is to get like sponsored for some, Mm -hmm. even one episode to have like a sponsorship would be really cool. And I think that's like a really realistic goal that we like have a year to accomplish. So hopefully (laughs) we'll find, you know, someone or even through Anchor, which is the platform that we host our podcast from. Anchor can, is trying to match us up with, with sponsorships. It's just a little bit slow. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, hopefully we'll get that. That that would be really cool. Yeah. Or to even, we talked about this too, like making a partnership with a local business or something and doing some sort of giveaway or like mutual benefit. Yeah. Yeah. With a local shop that we really love because there's so many, there's so many good ones, especially around the Ann Arbor Ipsy area. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Something local or, or even some, you know, a friend's art or business or whatever so if you're listening to this and you want to collaborate definitely let us know oh yeah we love collaborating and yeah if you ever want to be on the podcast if you have expertise or things you want to talk about please reach out to us we would love to have you 100 yeah really the more we do this and the more people we bring into this space, I think the better the podcast is for it. And we appreciate all of you who have been listening along so far um, and have helped us launch and all that. And I hope if you've, you're listening right now that you've subscribed on whatever platform you're listening, Spotify, you can subscribe to a podcast there. And um, of course, follow us on Instagram. We're so close to a hundred followers. So, so close. I'm really like so close. I would love to get there by well I'm hoping to get there like by New Year's like before New Year's we have like eight left so if you're listening to this and you haven't followed us please do and thank you again I think that I was thinking about this before and it's something I really wanted to incorporate into our closing of the podcast each week is just reflecting a little bit of gratitude to our audience so really Gabrielle I don't know if there's anything you want to add to that thank you so much for listening and being here it it validates us just talking to the void sometimes but (laughs) I mean we're enjoying this conversation but we're enjoying having you and having you guys all interact with us too thank you to everyone who interacts with our Instagram or gives us feedback, texts us, emails us, you know, whatever. And we're always happy to hear from you. Like never be anxious about like hitting that send button or anything. Cause I know I have that anxiety all the time. It's never a burden. Please. If you have a thought, an idea, anything, we appreciate any, any perspective you have really. Yeah. And so with that, stay hydrated everyone stay hydrated and we will see you again in 2021 Woo! in 2021 here we come we're doing it (laughs) bye everyone bye